ready to rise above loud, angry headlines, longing for an alternative to the world's fighting and fear-mongering? Christianity Today magazine offers a trustworthy, faithful perspective on stories that matter to you, from the church next door to movements and ministries all around the world. Subscribe to CT for full access to in-depth reporting, insightful commentary, and redemptive storytelling, both online and in print. A subscription to CT also includes seasonal devotionals, special issues, and exclusive content. Visit orderct.com today or click the link in the show notes to get started and join a growing community of thoughtful evangelical Christians who value different news that makes a difference. That's orderct.com to subscribe today. This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of The Joy Challenge. Discover the ancient secret to experiencing worry-defeating, circumstance-defying happiness. Written by pastor and best-selling author Randy Frazee and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. The question for this episode is, what do you think is the biggest threat to religious liberty, and how should the church respond? Well, I mean, I think the biggest threat right now when it comes to religious liberty has to do with the sexual issues. In the founding era of the Republic, most of the the problems that our Baptist forebears were, were dealing with had to do with the government setting up and funding Anglican churches. It really wasn't about Anglicanism. It was about money. You know, that's what you, you, you really get it down to where it's about money. You've got an establishment that likes the government money, likes the government power, and they want to run out the competition. That's what it's really about. Now, it's not so much about money. It's about sex. And so you're dealing with, I'm dealing with every single day. I've been dealing all day long with the sorts of issues where, for instance, you have a Christian who says, I can't, by conscience, participate in this same-sex wedding by being the photographer or by uh, renting out the hall or something like that. Now being prosecuted, uh, being having fines levied against, those sorts of things are happening uh, increasingly. That's also what's happening with, for instance, the HHS mandate, saying you really don't have any choice but to fund or empower drugs that you believe to be violating your free exercise of religion. And then things like Catholic adoption agencies in Massachusetts that aren't able to be in business anymore because they're saying we place children only in homes with both a mom and a dad. They're not saying we, we think everybody else ought to be illegal. They're saying that we have to care, and they can't get a state license to do it. And so that's where, uh, that's where I think right now the locus of religious liberty issues in this country is about. And I think one of the problems is, too, is that for a long time, evangelical Christianity at the lay populist level has had a narrow vision of religious liberty because we haven't had a lot of threats to it in, in a real sense. So what's happened is really two things that I think make my job a lot more difficult now is that you've had some people who haven't thought through 
that what our Baptist forebears were saying is right, that religious liberty is an image of God issue. It's not a who has the most votes issue. And so that means we're the people who ought to be saying the loudest, no, 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 no. We don't want the mayor and the city council to say that a mosque can't be in our town. Because a mayor and a city council that can say that is a mayor and a city council because it's a mosque, has too much power. And uh, that, that's the, the government doesn't decide that. We've got to be the people who are saying that. And then secondly, we've had a lot of people who have uh, cried wolf over situations. They've cried persecution when there is no persecution, which is just as dangerous as saying peace, peace when there is no peace. If you say war, war when there is, where there is no war. So you have these kind of fake senses of uh, we're aggrieved, we're persecuted because the lady at Walmart says happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Uh, what happens when that goes on long enough and it's every single year the same sort of thing happens, then you wind up with people saying, yeah, that's what they always say. So they don't pay attention to when there really are serious restrictions of free exercise and religious liberty that now are, are coming upon us. If you'd like to submit a question, email us at questions at erlc.com. That's questions at erlc.com. Or on Twitter and Facebook, use the hashtag AskRDM. Thanks for listening to the Questions and Ethics podcast with Russell Moore. To check out future broadcasts, subscribe via iTunes or visit us on ERLC.com. This episode is brought to you in part by the Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries podcast. Do you want to grow in your influence? Bow's episodes feature tips for leaders of any kind, from mentoring one woman to leading a ministry. Browse Bow's podcast at beyondordinarywomen.org.